재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul, 98.7 in Gwangju, and 93.7 in Yeosu. Well, every week we start, every weekend I should say, we start with expat intel, some tips and tricks and secrets on how to lead a more comfortable life here in Korea. Our two expat intel gatherers are Alex Segrest and Haley Hayakawa here in the studio. Welcome, guys. Hey, how's it going? Good to see you again. Good to be back, Kurt. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's always nice, this little sort of weekly rendezvous. It is. It is. Um, I'm a little bittersweet, you know, moving to a new place next week. But, um, yeah. but uh, otherwise, yeah, it's kind of a nice way to end it for us, our last time here together. Way to uh, put a damper on the whole thing, Alex. Thank no, you it's, for uh, that. it's been nostalgic. I mean, <laughs> I I'm going to tear up now. I'm getting for clamped. This was a uh, happy occasion. No, uh, <laughs> it is in a way, you know, so it's a bit more poignant. We've got our old s- surroundings, and in the future, we will get together in the gleamy, shiny Indeed. new digital studio. Yes. <laughs> but we still have one more series of, um, let's say, X. Ex- Pat hacks to get you through life to go through today. And this week, I guess we're dipping into business manners, Miss Haley. Right. Well, I've been living and working in Korea for the past seven years now. And it's apparent to me that the Confucian ethics in Korea is just so embedded in the culture and also in the business world. Mm -hmm. Like pretty much Koreans are really into harmony of the group, hierarchical order, respect Mm -hmm. for authority, and the importance of personal relationships even within the cultural system and the business system so for that reason it's the type of business relationships that you maintain mm-hmm. is really important yeah. over here in oh, korea oh yeah yeah if you don't know what you're doing it's sink or swim you gotta learn quickly or you start stepping on toes when you're not supposed to be and there's a lot to make sure you know before you come in you come as an expat and you go in the building and you know it kind of looks similar uh, there are computers on the desks and <laughs> there's meeting rooms and there's a coffee pot and uh, business seems to be similar to what uh, you might have come from in your country but so much is going on in terms of how social interactions yeah, happen absolutely. what is expected right. of you so who's going to walk us through this miss haley you going to do that well we're both going to walk you through it <laughs> all right but i think for um East Asian expats is a little more common, familiar familiar with you than Western expats because, you know, the culture itself is very similar Mm -hmm. and the language and the society itself is built upon pretty much similar cultures. And and a lot of things we'll focus on today will be the subtleties, the ones that maybe someone from, say, the Americas or Europe won't understand uh, as we're going through it, whereas someone like Haley might pick it up and realize, oh, oh. That's what they meant. Yeah. So I think that's what I'll try and bring that aspect of it while Haley brings specific Korean stuff as well. Right. I think uh, in the United States, perhaps in Europe too, workplaces might be slightly more tolerant of, say, the newly graduated young person who walks in and says, congratulations on hiring me. I'm here to fix everything um, and has that sort of ambitious attitude and says, just rely on me. They want to take responsibility, that kind of thing. Whereas there's a whole lot more. Uh, it's, it's flip flopped in Korea. You have to show a lot of deference and dues paying 
mm-hmm. to right. the senior people who have been there a while in right. an Asian context. Definitely. Pretty much everything is, if you're a senior, then you deserve all the respect and you let them do everything first. And if you're the subordinate, then you take a step back mm. and always bow first, et cetera, et cetera. And we're going to walk you through that. Yeah. Bow first. Well, it's, I mean, even mon- mundane things like who walks in the room first, right. who gets to drink their coffee first, or right. if you're out on an outing, their glass of uh, soju or whatever. Yes. Um, and the bow thing, mm-hmm. I know that in Japan, there's this whole, you know, altitude of bow right. and who bows first. Right. It's, it, perhaps it's not quite that intricate in Korea, or do I have that wrong? It's not as intricate as in Korea, but pretty much you have to know when to bow, how long to bow, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. the effort that you put into the bow is so important that mm-hmm. you either show it or you don't. One of the things that's been fascinating to me is uh, trying to get on or off of an elevator when uh, business colleagues are saying goodbye to each other. Mm -hmm. uh, And one's a senior and one's a junior. And then they bow to each other and then they bow once again to each other. And as they're walking away, they bow a third time. It's like, can I get on the elevator, please? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, So there's a lot of ritual. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm still not good at it, to be honest. There's actually a story about this, and this might kind of hit home um, with people who are trying to understand it. Do you know uh, UJ Sok? UJ Sok, the comedian. Um, I'm not sure I do, but uh, so he's a comedian here. He's been around for a long time, and um, he's one of the things he's known for is being completely respectful, like 100 percent respectful to every person he walks into. And the story goes is he was never really funny. He was never the best at what he did. But he was always the most humble, including bowing to everyone. And so he kept getting called back for jobs. And over the course of his career, he became a legend. Not because he was necessarily funny from the beginning, but because the TV producers and the people he worked with, the people, his business colleagues, kept calling him back because he had maybe the most respect out of anyone in the field at that time. And so he would get small, small jobs and then bigger and bigger and bigger. So this really does work in Korea. Very interesting. In terms of bowing, how do... Uh, Asians and you know, particularly Koreans in this context view Westerners trying to do the bow thing. Should Westerners try to jump in and match the bows or should they I hold think themselves definitely, out? Definitely, definitely you should try to bow because Korean people really like it when foreigners um, embrace their culture. So it's surprising to them and also, oh wow, they know how to bow. Mm-hmm. And it's more, what do you call it? Per- they get closer on a personal level also. Mm-hmm through that yeah it's not to say you should not give a handshake necessarily either um there is some sort of kind of a mutual exchange of cultures like you but you should bow first i'd say mm-hmm. that would be the the first thing to do and then if they're older than you um you should also wait for them to shake put their hand out first but nowadays it's much more common to see the handshake see. offered from a korean side as well but if they're older let them make the first move. Bowing to some extent or other becomes almost reflexive after a while, doesn't it? It's almost yeah. like muscle memory. Have you, ever, like, have you gone back to America? Yes. I bow all the time in America. It confuses people so much. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, Uncle Uncle Jim or something comes over. Oh, hello, Uncle Jim, bow <laughs> twice. I get out of the taxi. I'm like, okay, thank you. Oh, so, kid, you've been in Korea. Okay. <laughs> All right, and what about um, they're all little things in terms of attire. If you're mm. in a if you're in a business setting, right? Um, obviously, you don't go in wearing your Hawaiian shirt uh, <laughs> unbuttoned to the the chest. No, I do right above the chest. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the amount of chest hair you have. Right? But what what should you wear? I mean, it's obviously very conservative here. Right, right? It should be conservative and formal, and definitely subdued colors. Yeah. So no flashy colors or blue, try to gray, keep black. it down. Yeah. Right. Maybe not black even, just like a blue or a gray. Well, right? black is typically for funerals. Funerals. Yeah. So, yeah, dark 
I actually have a, a recent story that, and this is only a week ago where I kind of learned this about that flashy thing. And she just, uh, I was meeting a friend for dinner and she just had a, like kind of a gold necklace on. It wasn't too bright, but everything else, she was fully covered. Mm-hmm. It, it was black and white mixed and there was nothing, uh, don't mean to use the word, there was nothing seductive at, about what she was wearing. But apparently she would get comments for it from people at work because she was a CPA, she has a CPA. And uh, she would, they would say, you're, you're a little, let's say, too much trying to show off. And that was a nice way of putting what they actually told her. It was a little bit too, let's just say showy. for Because she was wearing a gold necklace. That was it. Everything else covered completely. Okay. But you're not supposed to be uh, using anything too bright or shiny. So this like is that. not some kind of Mata Hare seduction outfit. This is <laughs> No, she was, yeah, but it was she's normal. She's got too much bling on her neck. She was blinging, yes. Let's go with All that right. word. I think it depends on the culture that you're in. So you really mm-hmm. need to be careful with that. Um Especially in a business setting, you should try to be more formal, simple, and modest. Mm-hmm. So no, not too shiny or bright. Okay. There's perhaps no bigger rookie mistake in expat life than to show up somewhere without your business cards. If you're meeting new colleagues, uh, you got to have them. Even if you're nobody particular that's significant, just get your name and your phone yeah. number and whatnot printed on Rookie cards. mistake. I'm, I'm, I'll call it a veteran mistake. I'm still making that all the time. <laughs> I, I show up like, you. we're just getting lunch. Don't show up with your business cards. Yeah. Oh, here's my... Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll email you. I promise. <laughs> I swear. Uh, when it comes to business cards, though, uh, the first thing people notice over here is that they, they're presented in a different way. You don't just whip it out and go, here, and chuck it across the table at somebody. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you do, Haley? Right. Pretty much um, you get it out from your business card case, or if you have a portfolio, then you take it out It's and you use both hands to gently, you mm-hmm. know, uh, forward it to another person and mm-hmm. then they'll receive it with either two hands or one um, hand placed under another hand mm. and it's very formal it's almost like a ritual yeah if you say yeah very much so right. two fingers two thumbs on the upper corners of your card yeah they will usually take two thumbs on the bottom mm-hmm. corner receive it as if they're getting a, a plaque for community service <laughs> 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 with such yeah it's so nice of you to accept my car I, my yeah. business card. <laughs> right. what yeah. an honor and, and make sure too um same thing with the handshake we said earlier if they are older than you or much senior, more senior than you, if they don't offer you the business card, you don't whip it out first. Don't uh-huh. use that like aggressiveness that you might try to use back in the States or in Europe. You, you need to wait for them to offer first because they probably don't want it if they haven't offered it to you. And there's always the, you should spend about two to three seconds looking right. at the business card, almost right. in amazement, like, wow, a business card. <laughs> I can't believe I've got one. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, to, at that know. time, you're supposed to examine it, like their names and their titles, yeah. so you know how to address them mm-hmm, properly. Okay. And also, a small a small bow also follows after yeah. receiving it. And yeah. then don't start writing your grocery list on the other person's uh, business <laughs> no, card. No. Uh, that, that, that usually, if you're at a lunch, that'll go kind of right next to you on the table flat right. or into your container your your business card holder right right but not until after the meeting not until after it right. so you've got it all there kind of looking at it and even if you've gotten several business cards right isn't there a set of rules for placement of the cards right. like the, the senior guys on top on the top and the and the most subordinate on the bottom okay and also be sure never to write any notes like, oh, this is the guy that's wearing glasses on the card itself. <laughs> Just write it on your notes. Yeah, if I'm okay. there. put that in your phone. 
That's right. what I do. <laughs> Remember, cheap tie guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So that's business card etiquette. Don't just jam them in your pocket. Uh, a good idea is to get one of these gorgeous business card holders. If you go to mm. Insadong right. or somewhere else, there are so many beautiful jeweled or what's the I don't even know the artistic discipline but oh the shell one the shell the, sh- the, the mother of pearl kind right. of stuff uh, you can get gorgeous sort of countryside designs or whatever on your uh, your card holder and it really impresses people it back sure in the does. states too when you uh, open that thing and go here's my card like, <laughs> like you're a starlet from the 1950s offering a cigarette kind of thing um in terms of vocal mannerisms and the way you speak to people, to Koreans, in a business setting, anything people should know? You probably should not talk so much. Mm. Minimal talking is the best way to go. Absolutely. Um, talking is done by the seniors. You do the listening, you're respectful, um, pay attention to what they say. And also, something that I kind of didn't really realize, you should be... Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Haley. Right. You should kind of acknowledge when they say something just with a simple ah uh, there or like oh yeah. Like you should don't be silent the whole time. They're expecting some sort of response or acknowledgement of what right. of what they are saying. Yeah, a lot of uh, very short sort of yep, got it kind of mm-hmm. sounds. Exactly. Yeah. I used to have to train. Exactly. We used to right. do reporting, phone reporting when I was a correspondent, and I used to have to train the assistants and the interns not to go mm, ne ne because we need sound bites. Right. Uh, right we right. have to cut clips, and if they're going mm, mm, ne ne ne, then you know it kind of ruins the sound quality. Mm-hmm. There are some tips for interacting in business settings with Koreans. We're going to come back with events of the week, or as we call it, the full-on smackdown, right after Shout to the Top from Style Council. On to the second half of Expat Intel, which is events of the week. All of the polite conversation and chit-chat and good manners is now going by the wayside. Yes. This is the time when we lock our two co-hosts, Haley Hayakawa and Alex Sigrist, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. metaphorical mortal combat. I, yeah, I'm going to drop my business etiquette right now. <laughs> I'm going to scribble all over your business card. Um, yeah, so here we go. This is where the two of you have picked out an expat-friendly event. The listeners at home, go to either one or go to both or go to neither. But here in the studio where I reign supreme... I get to choose which one I like better. And so you guys, kind of like uh, the gladiators before Caesar, are competing to see which one I like best. Who wants to start? Well, except one of us isn't going to die, hopefully. <laughs> Neither of you are going to die. Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, they see. You know what, then? I'm going to go first. I'm going to try and go first. Um, I'm, I stole that from Haley. Hit it. So the first one is going to be the 20th Seoul International Cartoon and Animation Festival, or CICAF 2016. Uh, it is going on on uh, July 6th to July 10th. That's a Wednesday through Sunday of this week. And it's going to be in uh, Uljiro in uh, Junggu of Seoul. So this is started in 1995. It's one of the five major animated film festivals around the world. 
And it should be very interesting. It's one of those events that will be good for not only just uh, well adults, but also with kids, families as well. There's a lot of things going on, uh, such as uh, the SICAF Pro. I believe it's pronounced CCAF Pro. Mm. Uh, there'll be exhibitions for meeting uh, cartoon animation stars, the artists, their works. Uh, and also exhibition uh, for them to show their works as well. And then there's even uh, educational experiences that you can take part in as well. Uh, some entertaining chances to use animation for learning. Also information sharing, of course, with um, cartoon and animation schools and programs. A great chance to wonk out on animation. Mm-hmm. Haley, beat that. I think I might. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to be watering down Alex's um, event this Ooh. time. Oh, shit. With, I already looked at the script. Uh-oh. With the fourth <laughs> Water Gun Fight Festival. Oh, so this is the one. Water Gun Fight Festival that was started as a fun way to ward off the summer heat because it's getting really hot out here. Uh-huh. There's no age limitation, so anyone who wants to have fun and relieve stress and, you know, the summer heat right here in Seoul can join. So with a single water gun or maybe like 10 water guns. <laughs> you can go in there like Mad Max if She's you want. She's trying to crush right. me. <laughs> Visitors can enjoy a variety of entertainments. There's also a parade music concert. Mm. And also there's going to be a pirate ship. Yeah, Alex, uh, I'm afraid she's crushed you. Uh, the the animation festival sounds like uh, good fun, and actually, this is one of those weeks where you should probably go to both. But um, I think that the gun thing, one of the good things about the water gun thing, is that they sell the the water guns there too. Right. Well, this event's going to be happening on July 9th to July 10th at Shincheon mm. Yonsero from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. on both days. Mm, cool. The pirate ship will come out at 1 p.m. So if you want to see that, then awesome. definitely. This is that little road that connects Shincheon Rotary to um, to Yonsei University. University. We're running out of time, guys, but uh, obviously I got to vote for Go ahead, just do it. I got to give it to her this week. See you next week. But seriously, (laughs) (laughs) Alex is going to go pout until next Saturday, and that'll wrap up Expat Intel. Guys, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. Always a pleasure. And Koreascape is back in just a moment.